0: Welcome to the podcast of the Global Mobility Project at Ohio State University. My name is Vera Bruder-Sung, and I'm an assistant professor in the Department of Theater at Ohio State. The Global Mobility Project integrates the insights of the arts, humanities, and social sciences to facilitate a conversation on how local culture and individual decision-making inform and reflect the complex global forces behind mobility. Our guest today is photographer and artist Susan Mizellis. She has devoted much of her decades-long career to documenting places of social and political turmoil and displaced peoples, including those from Latin America, Kurdistan, and Cape Verde. She is also interested in the life of photographs over time, which she investigates in order to gain deeper understanding of an image's historic, social, and political context. Myzelis is a member of the Magnum Photos Cooperative, a MacArthur Fellow, and the recipient of many awards, including the Robert Kappa Gold Medal, the Leica Award for Excellence, and the Harvard Arts Medal. At Ohio State, she's giving a lecture on her work, participating in an interdisciplinary roundtable discussion, as well as studio visits. Welcome Susan. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks. for A world without borders seemed certain with the end of the Cold War, yet today there are more than 65 million refugees and 253 million migrants worldwide. What do you think the role of the arts is in addressing this global challenge?
1: Well, we probably can't change that statistic. But the question is, can we link people emotionally to the state of being disrupted and leaving home and leaving societies, leaving cultures and families broken? How do we connect each other to the turmoil others may be experiencing? So the, to me, the arts play a role to potentially do that. And we have different medium to explore to do that well. Um, And it's hard. I think uh, one thing is where you move yourself into in the research to capture and convey the conditions of others. And something else is the form you choose, the platforms you work with to communicate whatever you think you've experienced in some way. There are complex
0: reasons why people are on the move from war and violence to economic insecurity and environmental change. Based on your experience, what does it mean to leave home? And I imagine you can speak to this not only through your subjects, but perhaps yourself.
1: Hmm. Well, for me, it does all begin with leaving home, leaving what's familiar, not knowing what I'll find, that unpredictable path, so I may head towards a place where others have been facing the the let's say the transitional lives that they're living um, but I'm also putting myself into motion to do that, so that seems actually is an essential beginning point that i'm not fixed i'm following i'm it it's a fluid process, and giving form again is the challenge you know what can i um I mean, the first word is, again, capture. What can I, because I'm a photographer, that might be a frame or a series of frames. It might be a video uh, form. It might have sound complementing images. I look for different ways to represent the the experiences that I've assimilated in exchange or in collaboration with others. Can you give us an example of a project of yours that you're especially
0: pleased with or satisfied with how you captured that idea?
1: Yeah, one of the first projects where I realized this was the essential challenge was first working on the border of the U.S., Mexico, uh, 1989-90, and then integrating work that I had made maybe 15 years earlier so that I was looking at people who were leaving their homes, f- mostly from Latin America, crossing the U.S. border, capturing those in panoramics that film a filmic, dis- in a way, frame because it it um, it was these were pictures that were made with a moving lens, so they had a very particular quality to them. They're somewhat theatrical, um, in motion. The motion is captured uh, by the. F- the lens moving with the subject and as well as myself, my own body moving with the subject. And then interspersing them with photographs that I'd made in Nicaragua and El Salvador during the insurrections there. And therefore, there were both color and black and white frames trying to register the different narratives of specific histories, both speaking to both the economic and the political, you yeah. know, dis- displacements you know, what What forced the displacement, essentially. So these images were interweaving, and instead of just thinking about people coming across the border, you were also thinking, hopefully, about where they came from, the conditions that they had faced that led to their exile. And that, you know, was an exhibit I did at uh, the Art Institute of Chicago around that time, 1991, and then have reconfigured that recently in relation to European migration so that, you know, migration is not a recent phenomenon, it's it's progressive in different parts of the world. Um, and I think important to remember there have been periods of exile from different populations over time. The
0: influx of refugees and immigrants in Europe and the U.S. has caused much debate in recent years, even though the largest number of newcomers worldwide is not in the West. Based on your work, how have you found that communities accept newcomers um, what do you think some of the requirements for a successful integration of newcomers
1: uh, might be? Hmm. Well, you know, of course, I'm a storyteller, so I have to believe that people are interested and want to listen or read or hear from others, you know, this whole active engagement. What do you do to to make that... Um, Something within their range of experience, you know, I mean, obviously that the idea of reading about a place is 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 distant that you have no connection to. So how do you get the more personal story to touch? And touch is an interesting word right now because part of what I've just recently been doing is um, gathering, uh, Kurdish stories of migration, specifically from the areas of Turkey, Southwest Turkey, Southeast Turkey, and Syria, um, and adding them to an exhibition in a storybook form. And it is just laminated pages of stories with images and texts that people have contributed. And, you know, it's fascinating to just see if someone will hold someone else's story long enough to read it, and it may be a two-, three-, four-minute experience of giving oneself over to hear the voice of another. But the touch, the holding the story, is quite different than when I first did this project, which was through the Internet. And A.K.A. Kurdistan Stone was an Internet site where people could upload stories and images. But you do that in a very private space if you do engage. and And this engaging in a museum interactively with a wall that has a number of stories just hanging on chains inviting you to pick them up, you never know if people will. So all your, I guess the effort is to see how do we link to each other. Yeah, I think the work for me as a photographer begins with making a frame, capturing a moment perhaps, and then bringing it into a context where it can be seen and experienced outside of that the time of that moment over time so what does that mean you know finding the right platform mm-hmm. and you know i think museums are under tapped in some ways as communicative spaces not just alone we go and we see on the walls, but that the walls speak back to us and invite us to engage. And then, what kinds of forms can we create around those walls or within those walls?
0: Yeah, as a social a social space. I mean, so with this question of like, you know, what needs to happen in order for new populations to be integrated? It sounds like you're you're saying like some listening and some seeing,
1: right? Yeah. Um, yes, listening and crossing. The crossing the borders of the institutions that are in place that you don't necessarily feel kinship to. So, I don't know, in Columbus, Somalian refugees have probably never had the experience of a museum. So how does the museum reach out to that community? Or do the artists bring that community in some form into to build the point of connection that, that others can feel to something that's quite foreign, and, and, you know, how does the foreign become more familiar and less threatening or um, bridging distance? That's a natural. S- points of separation, how do you bring back points of connection? Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with us, Susan.
0: Thanks, Vera.